In an old house at the end of an empty street, there lies a secret room. Up the crooked stairs is a door to which there is no key. Behind this door is a treasury of lost items, each with their own odd tales only known to a handful. You are now one of the lucky few. Welcome to the Lost Attic. Come and sit in the dark and dusty room and explore tales of the supernatural, the unexpected, and the inexplicable. Anything can happen in our world of uncertainty and confusion, and it could happen to anyone. Who knows? With a dash of destiny, it could even happen to you. Tonight's tale, The Case of the Nuestra Señora del Sol Caliente. The city of Los Angeles has dark holes you can crawl into and die when you just can't deal with it anymore. What you don't know is what can crawl out of those holes when you aren't looking. A Los Angeles private detective is about to find out exactly what dwells within the depths of the city. The name's Jack. Jack Doggett. I've been around the streets of Los Angeles so many years that there really isn't much I haven't seen. You see, I'm a private detective. It was a cold day in December, forever ago, when I attended an afternoon's detective training at a Holiday Inn ballroom and changed my life forever. I started solving people's petty problems, you know, identity fraud, cheating spouse, lost dog. Regular detective work that pays the bills, but doesn't make you rich or famous. Thirty years down the road, and I'm not rich, but I've solved a few blockbusters that got my name in the papers. As I said, there wasn't much I hadn't seen, until this broad picked my office out of a list from Google, and showed up unannounced like my phone bill does once a month. She was the kind of gal that you look at and think, I'll bet she makes a great bacon cheeseburger. Totally my normal customer. She sat down, uninvited, and told me her story. My name is Jessica Harlow, and my husband has gone missing. The police are no help at all, so here I am. I've heard that you have an eye for the unusual. Two eyes, actually. How long has your husband been missing? Well, it's been two days now. I've tried calling him, but it just goes straight to message. The police won't do anything until a week has passed. He's an artist, and... Sometimes he's out for a whole day at a time without notifying anyone. He's looking for inspiration. An artist? What kind of artist? Yes, um, he's... He, he's a wedding photographer. Wedding photographer? Isn't everybody a wedding photographer these days? The barista at the place I got my coffee this morning is a wedding photographer. I think I know a pool boy who was just getting started as a wedding photographer. One day they are a photographer, and the next they are a real estate agent. They're a dime a dozen. Nobody cares when they drop off the face of the earth. I'm not sure I'm the person who can help you. She looked sad for a moment and reached into her coat. I figured she'd pull a gun and end it all for me, but instead, she pulled out an envelope and slapped it down on my card table desk. On top of the envelope was a picture of a happy little girl. $500. It's all I've got. She's asking for her daddy. Will you do it for her? She misses him. Please, will you help me? That kind of money doesn't even pay the rent on the storage unit where I live, but I felt sorry for the broad and the cute little girl. 
She was too young to know what her father did for a living, so how could I say no? All right, Jessica, I'll take the job. Where was your husband last seen? He was going to the church on 6 and Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. I'll get right on it. He, he was shooting a wedding. Leave your number on this pizza box lid and I'll let you know when I find something. I walked out of my office, my head buzzing with a few details I'd been given and a pain in my gut. West Hollywood. I hated that place like a fly hates the swatter. That's where all the other private dicks had their offices. The ones with secretaries and clean shirts. Bunch of posers with their cars with seatbelts and hubcaps. The real mysteries were solved in the dark and dirty grime of the city. Nobody in the pristine hills of West Hollywood ever found one of those. I took the metro out of Santa Monica and drank in the screaming children and the smell of excrement all the way there. I love the smell of the city. I rang the bell on the church. Yes? How can I help you? Yes, ma'am. I'm a private detective investigating a missing person. Can I have two minutes of your time? What's this? What? What are you investigating? Certainly nothing of interest happens around here. I'm investigating the disappearance of a photographer. Really? Why are you here? There aren't any photographers here today. This was the last place he was seen. Can I come in, ma'am? All right. But only for a few minutes. I've got a bride coming in in a little bit for a planning session. The church lady wasn't friendly, and you could tell that she'd rather be chopping onions than talking to me. But she took me to her office and invited me to sit. I sat and stared into a blinding window, which her desk sat in front of. Ask your questions. Who are you looking for? My client is looking for her husband, a guy by the name of Harlow, Daniel Harlow. Has he worked here recently? Shot a wedding recently? He's been missing a few days now. Mm, no, he hasn't been here in months. I uh, do recall him, though. He shot the Vasquez wedding back in April. You say he was last seen here? According to his wife, yes. No, I would have remembered. Ugh. The homos who come here for refuge have gotten into the organ loft again. Please see yourself out. Sure. Thanks for your time. Sure, I'd see myself out. But first I was going to do a little bit of snooping because I wasn't sure if I bought a word of what that lady said. Except maybe that the homeless were playing her organ. What a racket. After a quick sweep of the room, I found myself behind the church lady's desk, opening drawers, and what did I find in the last drawer? Two cameras. It's always in the last place you look. I shot pictures of the serial numbers of the cameras, and then got out of the place and didn't look back. Two minutes later, I was on the phone to the manufacturer of both cameras. I picked up a few tricks of the trade since starting out in the business. After an enormous amount of time wandering in switchboard hell, the phone finally started ringing. Cannon support, this is Meg. How can I help you? Hi, Meg. This is Officer Danny Kay with the LAPD. Badge number 12345. Yeah, I know, it sounds made up, doesn't it? I get that all the time. We've recovered a couple of cameras whose owners are persons of interest in a criminal investigation of a puppy mill ring here in the Los Angeles area. I have serial numbers and was hoping you can help me in finding these fiends' contact info so they can be brought to justice. Oh, those horrible people! Look, I'm not supposed to give out that information without a warrant. But, for this, I'll bend the rules a little bit. Let me have those serial numbers. I'll look them 
up and see what I can find. Works like a charm every time. Tell people you're saving the homeless and they won't lift a finger. Tell them that you're saving children and they might want to know more. But tell them that they are saving a cute animal and they'll bend over backwards. Humanity is a sick, twisted cesspool of misplaced priorities that can be hacked at will because of their ridiculous simplicity and predictability. I got all I wanted plus Meg's direct phone number so I could let her know the puppies were safe. One of the cameras belonged to my missing photographer and the other was owned by one Ellis Salazar. His website was an overwhelming feast for the eyes and filled with Vegas glitz and glamour with a little bit of an overload on skin. The most recent blog post was what really got my attention. What a surprise. He was missing too, and someone was looking for him. There was a number, so I dialed it, and a woman answered. Salazar Photo Impressions, this is Aja. How may I help you? Good afternoon. I saw your post on your website about the missing photographer. I'm a private detective investigating. I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm not looking for a detective to find my brother. You are the sixth investigator that is called to offer their services because of that stupid blog post. Unless you can find some useful information about finding him, you need to start calling other people because I am not the sucker you are looking for. No, ma'am. I'm investigating the disappearance of another wedding photographer who vanished from a church in West Hollywood. A fellow by the name of Harlow. Oh no. Not Dan too. I've heard it was getting worse, but now Dan is gone too? Are, are you in town? Can we meet now? Of course. There's a coffee shop on Sunset. Meet me there in an hour. I'll text you the address. I caught the bus to Silver Lake and had a few minutes with my thoughts as the sun dipped low in the sky. Kidnapping a wedding photographer just didn't add up. One missing was a mystery to solve, but more than one was bordering on a conspiracy of silliness. They just weren't that important to society. Kidnap all the garbage men and the world would grind to a stench-filled halt. But wedding photographers? If they all vanished tomorrow, it would scarcely affect anyone except a few self-obsessed daddy's little princesses with too much time on their hands. I got to the cafe early, took a seat at a table on the sidewalk, and ordered myself a high-priced sparkling water. It was always best to blend in into a hipster town like Silver Lake. A girl no older than 17 walked up in a pancake-colored dress and hesitated before sitting down. You must be Jack. I could tell you were as soon as I showed up. You do not fit in here, like, at all. Good to know. Um, so thanks for meeting with me. It's been two weeks since Ellis vanished. The cops have turned up nothing, but they really aren't looking in the one place that really matters. And that is? The churches! They should open every closet and scour every basement of those places. They know what those places are filled with, but they look the other way. What are they filled with? (laughs) Angry nuns? You're just like them! You're gonna look the other way, too? No, no, I... I have an open mind. I was just at one, and it was a little strange. So you saw them? Who? The church ladies. The church coordinators? Yeah, I talked to one for a bit, and I got several serial numbers off two cameras in her desk when she wasn't looking. That's what led me to you. You found one of Ellis's cameras at the church? Which one? Before I get to that, tell me about these church ladies. What are they doing that's so terrible? It's not what they do. It's what they are. It's what they actually are that no one will believe. The church ladies are actually... Trolls. Trolls. I know. It sounds crazy. The church ladies are the ones who lay down all the rules for how the church is going to be used during a wedding. They have rules about everything. Do this. Don't do that. Stand here. Don't go over there. The rules for photographers are the worst and the most ridiculous. And if you don't listen, bad things happen. They get blacklisted? Oh, it's so much worse. They drag you out of the sanctuary during the wedding and sometimes you just disappear. Just like that. 
I know it sounds ridiculous, but they're rumored in photographer circles to really be trolls. They can mask themselves from your eyes, and it's said that they, that they eat photographers who don't obey. <laughs> um, church trolls that eat photographers. Yes! I told you it sounds crazy. What church did you find Ellis's camera from? Uh, I think I'd better go. Thanks for meeting with me. I'll let you know if I find anything. Tell me what church it is. I'll burn it to the ground! You meet all types in this business. In fact, most people seem to be skirting the edge of lucidity a good deal of their lives. You get used to shattering the worlds of people when you find the truth for them. It's a different story when they cause my world to turn upside down and my blood to run cold. You meet crazy every day, but Audra was a new type of crazy. I felt sorry for the kid, but sometimes crazy sees something you don't, so I decided to check out the church again. It was after dark when I got off the bus in front of the church, and one of LA's countless homeless sat on the church steps wrapped in a blanket with a hand on a shopping cart. My own shoddy clothing must have sent the wrong message, and he spoke to me as I tripped off the bus. Hey man, you're just in time. Church of Soup Kitchen opens in 15 minutes. You like spaghetti? It's all they got. It's all they ever got. I love spaghetti. You, you got a hat I could borrow in that cart? Maybe a coat? Are you trying to blend in? Is that what's happening here? You got something to trade? How about some cash? That works. A 20? For all this crap? Here you go, friend. You're not staying? No way, man. I'm going down to the sizzler down the street rather than eat this slop. Don't understand why you're here if you've got that kind of cash. You know what? I might get some... some Sitting down on the steps, you know, I watched as the homeless man pushed his cart full of junk down the street. Pulling the hat down low on my head, I donned the coat, flipped up the collar, and sat on the steps until the church opened to a growing crowd of hungry-looking homeless. I was getting hungry myself when the door opened, and to my relief we were greeted by a woman who was not the coordinator I had chatted with earlier. Come on in, everyone. There's plenty for everyone. I walked into the church kitchen and found myself in a multi-purpose room. It was filled with folding tables and chairs waiting for the impending hungry homeless and was emanating the smells of supermarket brand spaghetti. Behind a pasta-filled buffet at the far end of the room was a door that led further into the church. I slipped through the door while the staff was praying over the food and found my way to the back into an office of the church coordinator. It was a dark room, but only a bad private dick wouldn't have a flashlight, and today, I was good. After investigating the office and desk thoroughly and finding nothing except a massive My Little Pony collection, I turned my attention to a locked closet to one side of the desk. Being first in my class at Luther's School of Lockpicking and Real Estate Speculation during the afternoon class of February 22, 1997, had its benefits. I had only improved my skills over the last 20 years. It took 60 seconds flat for me to open that door, and what I saw took my breath away. Cameras lined up on the shelves, possibly a hundred of them. Maybe there was something to the wacky kid's story after all. Looking through the shelves, I found there were digital cameras with the newest bells and whistles. There were film cameras that looked old enough to enjoy a comfortable pension. The assemblage was vast and varied. I started shooting as many serial numbers as I could until I heard a creak behind me. In an instant, I shut off my flashlight, and the room went black. Is there someone in here? Anybody that's here tonight must be in the kitchen! Uh, sorry, ma'am. I got lost from the tour. Uh, the spaghetti, uh, soup kitchen, and... Couldn't find my way back in the dark. You're not lost at all! 
What are you doing here? Ugh, screw it. I turned the flashlight back on and flashed all of its 200 lumens in the direction of the voice while I ran toward the window. I got a glimpse of the face beyond the voice, and what I saw was grotesque and terrifying. Hitting the glass hurt less than it should have, but adrenaline does weird things and I ended up in the bushes outside as the lights in the office went on. I didn't look back and ran out of the courtyard and into the street. I hailed an Uber and went to my favorite hole in the wall to lay low and drink away what I had caught a glimpse of. Hopefully, my puppy mill investigation cover story would hold out long enough to get some names that would actually help out my investigation. As soon as morning broke, I was on the phone. Hello, Meg. The investigation is going well, but we found a whole slew of cameras that we need info on. Out of all those cameras, I found one person who answered the phone. One, Alexa Thomas, a photographer who quit in the 80s. She wasn't completely excited about talking on the phone, but was surprisingly open to having a visitor, as she was a shut-in at a retirement community in Pasadena. Alexa said she had something to show me that would change my mind about what was real and what wasn't. Everyone was speaking in ultimatums, so I figured, what the heck? I showered off the homeless spaghetti smell and took the metro to Pasadena and found myself at the end of a dead-end street at a steel gate behind which was an old, dilapidated, and sad apartment complex. The kind of place that would make a kid's hospice look like Disneyland. I rang the bell and was buzzed in immediately. Would you like some tea? I don't have anything else to offer you. My retirement isn't what I imagined when I was young. It's all food that tastes like styrofoam and an ugly room in a building filled with rows of ugly rooms for people who had dreamed of chocolate chip cookies but wound up with oatmeal raisin. Um, sure. Thank you, Alexa. I've been investigating the disappearance of a wedding photographer at a church in West Hollywood. Let me guess. It's the Nuestra Senora del Sol Caliente, right? How did you know? I remember that place. Oh, I'll never forget that place. What happened to you there? I found a camera that was registered to you through the manufacturer. Ah, this is hot tea! Oh, sorry. I, I like my tea hot. It's the only thing I can feel at this age. Yes, that church is the reason I got out of the business. <laughs> I'd always registered my camera gear through the manufacturer, but never imagined that someone would find me through that info. <laughs> Guess it's convenient for you that I didn't change my phone number in the last 30 years. Yes. Convenient. Certainly. Now back to that church. What about it made you quit? Oh, the trolls, of course. The trolls? You're the second person I've talked to who mentioned trolls. So, you haven't seen them then? Well, I don't know what I saw. Last night is kind of fuzzy with that bottle of scotch I tried to drink in one sitting. So, you did see one, ha! You can't deny it once you have seen one. I'm still not convinced what I saw was anything but my imagination and a play of light. I did crash through a window a second later. If that is what you have to tell yourself to get through the day, then that's okay with me. What I saw there... I was willing to take as a sign to vanish from the business completely. I didn't even answer my phone for a few years after. What happened? I shot a wedding at that church is what happened. But apparently, I didn't follow the rules that were set down by the church coordinator to the letter. What kind of crazy talk is it when they say God doesn't want you to use a flash? Mental illness is what I think about that. 
I used a flash and was capturing wonderful images for the couple when I was removed from the sanctuary physically by two of the church coordinators. I was locked in a closet of all things. Can you believe that? So that proves they were trolls? Uh, No, this does. What do you see in this picture? A bride and groom and a lady walking in the background. Kind of a crummy picture when it comes down to it. What of it? Now, look at this one that was taken with a flash. What do you see in this picture? What the? What is that thing in the background? That, that's what I saw in the church. That is a church troll. You can only see them in a picture when you use a flash. I suppose that is why it is widely frowned upon to use a flash at a wedding in churches everywhere. If you did, you would see many more of the trolls, I'm sure. That's why so many photographers disappear. They try to stay out of any pictures as much as possible because the world would turn upside down if it found out that there were trolls in all of their churches. Or at all, I guess. How do you know they eat people? Oh, I don't. That part is kind of hearsay, but it makes a story better, doesn't it? Um, sure. But how did you get out of the closet? Are there more pictures like this? With this bobby pin. No. Yes, I picked that lock. I took a class. Luther's School of Lockpicking and Real Estate Speculation? You've been there, I take it? Yes, I graduated in 97. You got out. Why do they have your camera? I left everything and ran. I only have these pictures because I had a couple of rolls of film in my pocket as I ran. I'd heard the rumors for years and was curious if any of it was true. It's true. All of it. If you don't believe me, go and try to take a picture with a flash. Just try it. If you are obnoxious enough with your flash as a guest, you'll meet their real forms for sure. Take this. This bobby pin saved me. Maybe it will help you. Or you could pin your hair. I thanked Alexa for her hot, hot tea and the time she took to tell me her fantastic story and took the metro back home and slept a restless night. My cot in my windowless room felt more uncomfortable than usual. My dreams were vivid and terrifying, and I awoke in the morning soaked in sweat. It was Saturday and another beautiful day in Los Angeles. I checked the schedule of Nuestra Señora del Sol Caliente and found that there were several weddings that day at the church. I dug in my secondhand Ikea closet and found an old point-and-shoot from the early days of digital cameras. The cases I'd cracked with this little thing were legendary, or at least really interesting to the back page of the Orange County Register. If it worked, it would help me crack today's mystery. Or get me eaten, if you believe the wedding photographers. Guess I'd be finding out one way or another, because I was crashing the two o'clock wedding at the church today. Hello? Jack? Have you heard anything? Hi, Jessica. I'm sorry to say that I've turned up nothing so far. I'm on my way to a wedding at that church today, and hope to get to the bottom of this. Oh. Thanks, Jack. Hey, call me the minute you find something. I will, Jessica. I will. Oh, I'm at the church. I'll let you know what I find. Uh, do you mind if I sit here? Absolutely. Take a seat. Thanks. Oh, let's trade seats. This spot will give you a better camera angle. All I've got is my cell phone. Yours looks a little more serious. Thanks. 
That's very kind of you. Not at all. Are you a friend of the bride or the groom? Um, the groom. We play D&D every third Saturday. <gasps> Marty plays that devil game? Mom! Uh, I had no idea. Mom! It's not a devil game. It's a role-playing game where you get to play as fantasy characters like dragons or trolls. Well, I never... It's a devil game if ever there oh, was... Oh, look! The bride! The wedding party traipsed in looking confused and hungover, followed by the bride, escorted by a father whose expression was a combination of annoyance and aggravation. As everyone stood, I started shooting pictures with my old digital point-and-shoot, popping the flash off as fast as it would recharge. I noticed that there were no church coordinators lingering anywhere nearby. Scanning the surroundings, I only saw one far in the back of the church and started popping off the camera in her direction. She immediately left the sanctuary, glaring at me as she exited. I checked the back of the camera but couldn't see much because the camera's lens was so short, which made everything look far off. I sat through the rest of the wedding, shooting pictures like a madman. After standing, sitting, and kneeling for a solid hour, the ceremony, thankfully, ended, and the bride and groom walked out. Before they got to the door, I was going in the opposite direction out another door to check out if I had shot any pictures with anything interesting in them. That was when I got hit in the face with a stick. Hello? Hello? Hey, you awake? You need to wake up. Uh, where am I? You need to wake up, buddy. They, they could be coming back at any second. Who, who are you? I'm Dan. This place is like the church dungeon, if that were a thing. The, the middle door at the top of those stairs it keeps us kind of trapped. It's, it's the only way out. If you're here, you, you must have pissed off the trolls. Yeah, I guess that's what happened. Did you use a flash in the sanctuary? Man, they ate that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you say trolls? Yep. This church is kind of the worst for the trolls. You could call it Trolls Central in the Southland. Having trouble accepting it, huh? I know how you feel, but look, man, we gotta get out of here. They've almost eaten all of Ellis over there. Eat? What? Who? Oh my gosh! What did they do to him? Ate him. Look, man, you're not dreaming, and this is real. We need to get out of here. What's your name, friend? Um, Jack. Your wife. Doesn't know anything about how dangerous this life is, Jack, is it? Great. You wouldn't happen to know how to pick locks, would you? I'd have tried to escape already, but these uh, chains have kind of kept me here. Well, now that you mention it, I can. Oh, a bobby pin. Brilliant. Now hurry. Give those here, quick. Almost there. There, got one. Quick, to the other one. She's at the top of the stairs. Got it. Move, under the stairs. We'll grab her feet as they come down. Trip her. Sure, why not? How's my dinner feeling? I hate the flavor of photographer, but I don't think our next meal is a real photographer. I think I'm going to like the flavor of a poser. Now! Grab her feet and pull! Oh my gosh! Ah! It's real! Run! Quick! Up the stairs! Go before she gets us! Yes! Now! Go! 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 Dan? You're alive? You! Is this the church? Is this where you found the camera? Audra, calm down. Ellis is... He's gone, Audra. I'm sorry. He's... He's gone. What do you mean, Dan? What do you mean he is gone? They got him, Audra. I'm... I'm so sorry. If... If they're... We need to get out of here. 
Now. Yoko, I told you I'd burn this place to the ground and I cooked up a little something just for this place. The internet is filled with all sorts of ways to do something crazy. What is that? Is, is that a bomb? Oh, yes. It's a bomb. It's homemade Semtex. A little chemistry in an easy-bake oven and anyone can make your own plastic explosives. Um, wow. We really need to leave now. No, no, Audra, what about all the people in the church? You can't! Oh, I've got a solution for that right here. I'm leaving. Dan, your wife gave me money to find you. Please come with me. I'd like to keep the money. Audra, I'm sorry I couldn't find him. Your brother. Before they got him. Okay, Jack. Okay. Audra, don't hurt any people. Don't worry. I'm not after people. All right, monsters. Okay, I'm ready to run. Great. One person was killed earlier today at a church in West Hollywood. Eyewitnesses claim a teenage girl went on a shooting rampage at the local church. The shooting ended when the church was leveled by an explosion. According to the police, the remains of Ellis Salazar, a local Silver Lake photographer, were recovered from the rubble. It was not clear whether he was killed in the blast or had already been killed earlier. A local terrorist group has taken responsibility for the bombing, which completely destroyed the Nuestra Señora del Sol Caliente non-denominational church on sunset. The group, known for protests at several traditional churches, demanded the freedom to use flash in church sanctuaries or another church would be targeted. The group has been gaining ground in the photographer community for the last two months. While this radicalized wedding photographer group has taken responsibility for the explosion, the police have not ruled out the possibility of a localized natural disaster or a natural gas leak. This is Ivy Spoon, KFI Radio News. There you have it. Another mystery solved. Another good Yelp review. Another family put back together. Another family, uh, uh, not put back together and blown up during a shooting spree while avenging the death of their loved one who was eaten by trolls. I love this city. The smell, the weather, the very, very weird people. I love it. It's a good life, and we'll see what tomorrow holds for me. Good night, Los Angeles. Wake me up when you need me. Will Jack ever work again in Los Angeles? Will Audra ever be found and brought to justice for destroying a Los Angeles landmark? Is it a surprise that Alexis Hairpin finds an eternal home in a special place in the lost attic? Join us next time for another frightening experience filled with the unexpected, the supernatural, or the downright bizarre. The Lost Attic was created by Travis Gagnon and Christoph Landa. This episode of The Lost Attic was produced, written, and directed by Travis Gagnon. Today's show included the vocal talents of Christoph Landa as Jack, Tracy Deer as Jessica and the church coordinator, Pam Crouch as Alexa, Claire Deer as Audra, Edmund Gagnon as Daniel, Christina Gagnon as Ivy, Travis Gagnon as the homeless man, Tori Thomas as Meg and a church lady, 
Coral and Josiah Carlson as the wedding guests. Music written and performed by Andy Pimentel. Theme music by Travis and Edmund Gagnon. Tune in this time next week, next month, or whenever we get around to making another episode of The Lost Attic. <laughs>